This is Dylan FM, a freak music club podcast on Bob Dylan. If you love Dylan, you're in the right place. This season, we're going deep on Time Out of Mind to celebrate its 25th anniversary. Here's your host, Craig Danielov. A few days ago, we got a somewhat unexpected announcement, a new limited edition release of Time Out of Mind, the 2022 remix on Blu-ray with both the high resolution 2496 stereo mix and the Dolby Atmos mix. This is a Sony product offered in a partnership with the website Super Deluxe Edition, and you can order it now. But you can order it only before February 24th because they're only producing however many copies are ordered by that date. After that, it's gone and likely more expensive in the aftermarket. Today, we're going to talk with Paul Sinclair, the founder of Super Deluxe Edition, about this Blu-ray. As Paul admits, this is a niche product. It's for audiophiles who want to own the high-res version of Tomb 2022 and or the Atmos mix on physical media. Now is not the time to explain or debate either high resolution or Atmos, but simply speaking, high resolution offers more data than the CD or the streaming release, and particularly on a well-resolving stereo with a good quality DAC, it's capable of producing the best possible sound from a digital source. By now, you either believe that and care or don't. Atmos is still rather new. Anyone with an iPhone and AirPods can already listen to the Atmos mix, which I highly recommend. But Atmos at home can be significantly better. Basically, Atmos gets better and better the more speakers you have. And AirPods simulate the multi-speaker effect using only two actual speakers. If you have a home theater with a 5.1 or better setup and a Blu-ray player, you will hear something much more dramatic and interesting. And if you add additional speakers for Atmos, they're called height or presence speakers, it gets even better. By the way, if you have that kind of home theater setup and an Apple TV today, you can already check out the Atmos mix, and I recommend that you do. The idea that Atmos is surround sound is easy to understand, but the technical details of setting it up and what equipment is necessary and how it needs to be configured can be a little complicated. We've written up the steps and details for Apple Music, Tidal, Home Theater, HomePods, Apple TV, and the new Blu-ray disc on a blog post, and there's a link to that in our show notes. I've listened to the Atmos mix of Time Out of Mind 2022 on AirPod Pros, on a 5.1.2 system, and on a 7.1.2 system, and it's great. I wouldn't say I'll give up the stereo or the vinyl versions for it, but I will definitely listen to it again and often. It's cool, it's fun, and it sounds great. Personally, I'm also looking forward to the high-res stream from the Blu-ray. If you want to hear it, what's important is that you place your order before February 24th, or maybe before the end of February 24th. There's a link to the order page in the show notes. I spoke to remix engineer Michael Brower about doing the Atmos mix for a recent episode of Dylan FM. You can hear that conversation in the extended edition available to our premium members. And I didn't want it to be like a travel show, you know, <laughs> I didn't want it to be a novelty IMAX movie kind of thing where, you know, you've got stuff crossing over. I mean, 
we'll do stuff where it's appropriate. But otherwise, what I really want to do is just get more of a huge pan panoramic sense of of the record, right? So you, it's more immersive. So you're really sitting in the record and still keep it as musical as possible and not get tricky and get stupid. You know, I just, it's Bob Dylan, you know? And we tweaked it and it's just really, really fun. I mean, it still feels like the record and it doesn't feel tricky. You know, it's just more immersive. So how much better is the Atmos when you're able to go to a studio and there's all those speakers versus the, you know, AirPods <laughs> simulation? There's no comparison. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, there's just no comparison. You can't have nine different objects, different speakers suddenly come into you know a rendered stereo and expect to hear and feel any of that check the show notes for a link to become a premium member you'll get extended versions of over 20 of our time out of mind podcasts including talks with engineer mark howard author author michael gray musician wesley stace dylan researcher scott warmoth and many more plus you'll get access to video interviews exclusive blog posts and more if you're not ready to go premium, sign up for our free Substack. We send out a great weekly Dylan newsletter every Sunday. There's links in the show notes. Now, let's learn more about this cool new Blu-ray release. Here's my conversation with Paul Sinclair of Super Deluxe Edition. Let's get the details out of the way because we have a time-sensitive buying opportunity, if you will, for people. Um, you're putting out a high-resolution version of time out of mind with an atmos mix uh on blu-ray and we'll we'll get into that again and go through the details but tell me how did you get the opportunity to work with dylan and sony and and put this out well this was an initiative that i first started uh, about a year ago actually in in january and that's the idea of um, putting spatial audio specifically dolby atmos mixes onto you know a physical product a blu-ray audio product as I'm sure you know, and probably many of your listeners will know, spatial audio and surround sound over the years has sort of found a home in various places, including super audio CDs and DVD audio, and even DTS CDs from the uh, sort of mid-90 period. And um, I've always been very sort of interested in surround sound, and I've always, as a consumer, I've bought those kind of products. Obviously, it's gone more online these days in terms of streaming, Apple Music, Tidal. That's the, the record companies are newly interested in, in spatial audio, but they tend to prefer just to put it online in, on, on streaming services. But I, I still think there, was, there is a kind of, it's a niche market, but a, a passionate uh, audience that are willing to buy these kinds of products. And so, so it kicked off a year ago. I did a collaboration with Concord Music, they were releasing Tears for Fears' new album called The Tipping Point, which came out in February last year. You know, together with them, we we did this collaboration. I persuaded them to partner with um, myself, the website Superlux Edition, as an exclusive channel to release that album on uh, Blu-ray audio, and it did very, very well. And it was and it was kind of an accidental thing in a way because that was very successful, and it led to a number of collaborations last year, and. You know, to cut a long story short, not actually that long ago, 
got talking to Sony and, um, you know, it was just sort of pitching the idea of this series. I, I, I called it the SDE Surround series and I've had a number of products, um, including Brian Eno's new album last year, for instance, and Concert for George, uh, the tribute concert, which is uh, shipping in the next month or so. Yeah, so I, I just pitched the idea really to Sony, um, not not expecting um, to end up with Bob Dylan as the first one that we did with them, but but they were they were fantastic. They were really interested and kind of reactive, and um, they sort of put forward the idea of. I think you know they knew this was a, a new product. They were excited about. They'd done the Atmos mix, which I was unaware of. I didn't actually think they were going to do an atmos mix for this this dylan remix and um yeah so they suggested it and obviously i said well that would be amazing because you know I'm a big bob dylan fan he's obviously like a major artist one of the most important artists of the 20th century in terms of popular music so i, I obviously sort of jumped at the opportunity and we we uh we took it from there that's great so let's talk about specifically what's on the disc so it's 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 a blu-ray disc there's really two mixes so there's the 2496 i think it is high resolution mix stereo mix yes. and and there's the full atmos is that the totality of the disc first any yeah that that's it stuff or... there's both of those i should stress are the 2022 remix that michael brown has done absolutely so, so there's nothing. There's no content that relates to the original Dan, Daniel Lanois version. But yeah, that I mean, fundamentally, this product complements the existing products that came out: the, the vinyl box sets, the CD box sets. The, the two versions that are on this disc, as you say, the Atmos mix and the high res stereo mix. I mean, they don't exist on any of the other physical format. Yeah, and it's it's a bunch of firsts for at least for the Bob Dylan catalog. It's it's the first Blu-ray, at least for music. There's a lot of TV, I mean, a lot of movies and shows and things. It's the first physical high-res. High-res has been put out officially before, uh, like in the Cutting Edge box. And it, this is the first Atmos mix, so therefore it's the first Atmos release in physical. So that's a lot of firsts uh, for Bob Dylan, and <laughs> it is. I mean, I'm really, really excited. I mean, the the Atmos mix, I think, is uh, amazing. I mean, one of the things I did was I asked to hear the Atmos mix before I committed to the project because, um, I mean, I had no doubts it would be good. But it's it's always always great to listen to these things uh, beforehand. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I mean, I I bought the Super Audio CDs when they came out all those years ago. I've got that little box set. So it's amazing to be part of a project that you know celebrates and, and explores Bob Dylan's music in surround sound. So where did you get to listen to it? Meaning Atmos is uh, very scalable, as you know, from uh, you know AirPods to 64 speakers. What kind of environment did you get to hear it on? Well, I'm I'm lucky. I mean, I have a proper Atmos setup in my office, so I've got a 7.1.2 full Atmos uh, setup. So I could I could listen to it, you know, properly really in that environment. Obviously, you can scale up a lot bigger than that. But um, and I've also there's also a, I've got a soundbar, an Atmos certified soundbar system. So I, it's it's always good to kind of listen to these things in different setups because. Not everyone's going to have the same kind of system. And one of the benefits of Atmos, of course, is it's kind of scalable and flexible and it adapts to whatever 
particular setup you've got, whether that's headphones, soundbars, you know, a kind of full-blown speaker, receiver, amplifier type setup. Yeah, I was wondering if they invited you somewhere into a, you know, one of the even fancier studios. Uh, when I when Michael Brower told me about how they did it, you know, he mentioned, he explained basically that they they mixed on headphones because neither Michael Brower nor Fernando Reyes had, I think, a full Atmos setup where they were doing the mixing. So they did it on headphones, but they then went to a studio to hear it in a 9.2.2, some multi, you know, many more speakers version and adjusted it based on what they heard there. And I think they did that a second time. So they were sure that even, even as it expanded to the more sophisticated systems, it would sound good, but they also heard it on headphones a lot. So they were happy there as well as the way it downsampled either to five one or even to stereo, because as you know, you know, it can do that. So they took a very um, scaled approach to making sure the mix was good. Yeah, I read that that was um, his approach to doing it, which was pretty surprising to actually start on headphones like that. But it, it kind of shows you, you know, how good the headphone technology is. One of the things you mentioned in the page you have up ahead of, you know, where you link to the sale, where you talk about the product, is that the Atmos is non-compressed. Do you know anything more about that in terms of the advantage well, sound-wise that the Blu-ray delivers? It's definitely, um, there's definitely a big advantage to having it in Blu-ray because it, you're getting the full quality. And the problem, you know, the problem with streaming is is sort of bandwidth and people's internet speeds and all the rest of it. And, you know, even though it's, it's come on leaps and bounds in the last 20 years, uh, you know, the, the amount of data that would have to be transmitted for the sort of full fat version um uncompressed atmos audio it, it just wouldn't be able to cope with it at the moment so so you do i mean i think it depends on what your system is and how your setup is i mean i've talked to engineers that say they really notice it on the height speakers in particular for instance you can hear if you listen carefully you've got good ears you can hear sort of artifacts or sort of weird things happening because you know you're you're not getting you're getting basically compressed audio to some degree or another. I mean, it's still, it's still Atmos. It still sounds great, but it's not, you know, it's not the premium product, which, which a Blu-ray is. And that's obviously why I'm an advocate of physical audio and Blu-ray because it's the best sound quality and you can, you can own it and put it on your shelf and enjoy it for years to come. And you're not worried about it being pulled because reason A or reason B, you know, I can understand why record labels, record companies, you know, tread carefully when it comes to Atmos because, especially in a physical environment, because, you know, the the fact is, um, you know, it's a difficult product to market. I mean, not, there's a lot of problems in terms of, you know, people understanding what the product is, people understanding how to play it, people, you know, just not being sure what, what it is you're offering them. And I think, Certainly from a, a mass market kind of um, approach, it's extremely difficult. So did you work just with the, the Sony folks or did you wind up in the Bob Dylan office at all for the approval or for the... No, no. I, I mean, it's, it's all been going through Sony. So Sony you know, took, took the opportunity to Dylan's team and there's been that kind of backwards and forwards. So I, I've, I've been very much... Um, working with Sony and they've been working with Dylan's team. And, and that's really been the, the kind of chain of how of communication in terms of how that's worked. 
So let's talk about the availability because you've got it listed as as 14-day order period that ends February 24th. Um, yeah. And th- is that that's it? That you're going to sell as many as you sell and then this is gone well, forever? There's, yeah, there's a little story around this because when we first started this um, with Tears for Fears, we, we limited it to a, a fixed number of uh, units. And um, it was extremely popular. It sold out in about 24 hours. It was, I think it was 2,000 units, we said originally. So um, what happened was there was more people disappointed than there was delighted because, you know, so many people missed out because, you know, they didn't, they didn't look at their computer that day or whatever the reason, which I completely understand. The, you know, the, the, these are limited edition products, but the, the fairest way we thought of doing it going forward was to say instead of it being limited by number, it'll be limited by time. So, and hence we came up with this idea of a two-week pre-order window. So everyone's, hopefully there's enough time for the word to spread and for people to, you know, see the details on, on the SDE website and, um, and, and place their order. So, yeah, so we've got this, this two-week pre-order window. At, at the end of that, we'll be putting in an order with Sony and we'll publish how many... Uh, the limited edition pressing will be so everyone will know kind of how limited it is at the end once we get to that point so that's kind of the approach and of course because it's a blu-ray audio there's no there's no concerns about region locking or you know multi-region or you know being able to play in your local uh, region or anything like that all that stuff goes away and it's completely compatible with with any blu-ray player is the limitation just a commercial convenience, meaning you don't have to order and have inventory and sit on them for years or guess? Or was well, it something that Sony or you or, or Dylan's office said we, we wanted to limit it? It's what it is. It's, it's, it's partly to do with um, my sort of bandwidth as, a, as an operation. You know, we don't really have, we're a small operation. It's a kind of small, passionate team working on this project. So part of it is down to that. And, and the other thing is, you know, people like limited edition collectible products. And I think it's just exciting to work on something which is is limited, but it's not kind of so limited or so hard to get hold of that, you know, hopefully anyone's going to feel aggrieved or, or miss out. You know, we want to spread the word. We've got this, we've got this two-week window. We want to try and you know, reach as many Dylan fans that might be interested in this product as possible. Anything, anything else about the release or the ordering that uh, the Dylan fans who are interested should know, other than the, obviously the February twenty fourth cutoff date is the most most important, and I think we, we've gone through what's on it. Anything else you think those people should know? To my mind, it's the best way to listen to the album. I mean, I think I'm a massive fan of Dolby Atmos. I think it's an incredibly immersive experience if you get you know mixes of the skills of. You know, Michael involved. I mean, he's obviously got this big, long history with, you know, Dylan reissue projects and, and working on, you know, restoring Dylan audio for bootleg series and similar. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just think if you've got kind of the right setup, I just think it's fantastic. And and this album uh, in particular is just, is just incredible. I mean, I was really pleased at first, I was a bit worried about the idea of a remix, but I was really pleased when I heard it because I think I think originally I was expecting some kind of stripped down kind of thing, and I was kind of 
concerned that you know the album would sound really different but it but it doesn't at all i mean i don't i don't know what you think about that but i but i've i've really enjoyed the, the sort of slightly cleaner vocals but you know everything else is still there isn't it it's great it's it it, it's clearly an adjunct to the original, not not a replacement, but it's very interesting, and it lives on the you know the bed in twenty five years of knowing the, you know the other album. But it's fun to hear instruments you didn't hear before, and the vocal has been treated differently. There's there's mm. less effect and somewhat and somewhat different effects. I, I also agree with you, but you know in terms of the Atmos mix, I first heard it obviously on on AirPods. Uh, right. Then I had I had a five one system. Once I realized that Apple TV could do it via Apple Music or Tidal, actually. Mm. Uh, I, I did the five one Atmos and you got to go change settings and I've got a link I'll put in the show notes that people can go to about the setup. Cause as you said, there really is not only is understanding Atmos, I mean, the idea of surround sound or immersive people here, but the technical details get pretty complex and there's a lot of optionality. There aren't the many places, frankly, where it's all written down very well. So I had to change settings. The point is if you have it at home, it doesn't mean it's set up right. <laughs> you still have to configure or push buttons yeah i mean exactly it can be i mean even listening on apple music you have you haven't got your settings set up correctly you don't yeah. get the atmos version you just get a kind of high-res stereotype version so you know it can be confusing but it also can be quite as quite simple you just put a pair of headphones on and enjoy you know surround sound and and what i'd really love to see sony do is go back and and do some older dylan albums in in atmos and i'm hoping that you know, now they've done time out of mind, there'll, there'll be an appetite to do that. And of course, if, um, you know, if this initiative with the time out of mind Blu-ray is successful, then, you know, maybe it's something we can repeat in the future, you know, so we, we could get some of the, re- the older, really classic albums available in Atmos. And I might be able to persuade Sony to do a similar collaboration. And that would be fantastic. Yeah, well, Broward, as you know, did the 5-1 mix and years before Atmos for uh, Bringing It All Back Home and, and I think Blonde on Blonde. So there, there's there's some background. But, you know, and, and I'm not saying, like, I think the confusion is, and the complexity is real. It's not that much of a hurdle if you find, you know, if once you get the list or once you make the, do the right steps. That's why I've sort of tried to build this webpage and I'll keep improving it yeah. so that people want to do it. Here's how you do it on Apple TV. Here's how you do it on uh, AirPods. Here's how you do it if you've got an Atmos receiver. Um, yeah, I just took I my system. Yeah, I think Go that's ahead. good. That, that page you've done is really good because one of the things I want to s- stress is that if you haven't got an Atmos set up yet, and there's you know lots of people don't have that, but you do have a 5.1 setup, sort of a, a good home theater setup where you watch movies and you've got 5, 5.1. Um, it will still sound incredibly good. You just won't be getting the kind of icing on the cake of Atmos, which primarily is about height, you know. But um, but um, you know, but don't be put off if you if you think, well, it, it won't really work on my setup because I don't have Atmos. Um, you'll you know, Atmos is intelligent. It'll decode down to five point one. It'll sound great, and then further down the line, when you upgrade your amplifier or decide to step up a, a gear then, you know, the disc is there ready and waiting to be exploited. So I think that's that's quite an important point. I used it on the 5.1, a 5.1.2 system, I mean, two subwoofers initially. And it, as you say, it's, it's very good. It's, you know, just like the AirPods, but I think it's better. You know, it's interesting and immersive and people would really enjoy it. I'd also let people know, I just bought, and I just got them this weekend, a pair of Sony upward firing 
fronts, um, yeah. but they make these little, it was only about 150 bucks, I think maybe $200 yeah. for very well rated Sony upward firing speakers. I added them to my system. And so this weekend I was able to, you know, here's 7.1.2. Uh, okay. yeah. um, and, and it does, as you say, it scales. And um, I had some friends over on the weekend listening to the Dylan, the, the iTunes, uh, Apple music version. And they're just blown away because all of a sudden, you know, I forget which song, but the guitar lick suddenly becomes center channel really loud and then it just fades away. And there's lots of cool things in it. It's very enjoyable, enjoyable no, way to listen. Yeah, I agree with you. It's very, it's very, very interesting because as you say, things change when you tweak setup. It's worth overcoming. And anyone, frankly, interested in this stuff already can deal with a certain amount of technical, you know, high res and and all yeah. this um it's not overly technical you just gotta you know pay attention for 10 minutes to get no, your setup right exactly i agree and i don't think there's nothing to be scared of i mean a lot of people you know who might be interested in this have you know probably got reasonably complex setups and you know maybe they've invested in hi-fi or you know home theater or whatever so so yeah i don't think it's anything too too much to worry about i mean all right, Paul, thank you so much from Super Deluxe Edition for coming on rather quickly to talk about this limited time opportunity. Uh, from a Dylan fan point of view, thank you for going to Sony and getting this uh, the high res and the Atmos on, on physical media. And uh, thanks for having the, taking the time to talk today. Thanks very much for having me now. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast. It really helps. For bonus episodes and more, become a member at freakmusic.club slash join. And you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at FMC underscore Dylan. Thanks for listening. <laughs>